Hello and welcome back to the Heartled Wellness Podcast. My name is Ashlyn. I am the host of this show. Today is cycle day two for me. I have a very nice hot water bottle on my lower belly right now. I've got my sweatpants on, my sweatshirt on. I just did a little morning regulation practice with some red light therapy. If you if I've made a regulation practice for you, I want to encourage you to use this when you are on your period if you are a woman because as much as I talk about in those practices about how they can be used to support any emotions that you feel in your body, you can also use them to support physical sensations that you feel. So if you're struggling with period cramps like I was this morning, do your regulation practice that I made for you and focus on that sensation and just see what happens because it is so, so, so supportive when we remove the resistance from feeling something and just surrender to it. It often makes it feel easier to feel, not because the sensation gets lighter, but because our resistance has dropped. So anyway, I did that this morning, a beautiful bowl of oats, and now I am sitting down to record this episode about parasites. You might be wondering how this relates to all the other things that I share, but it is so connected, so interwoven because of how parasites can impact our gut health, our skin, things like acne, our hormonal health, our cycles, and especially our mental, emotional, and nervous system health. So in today's episode, I'm going to be answering what are parasites, where do we get them, is there a real problem with this, or is this something we can only experience in foreign countries, how they relate to our mental, emotional, nervous system health, and the specific sciencey mechanisms behind that correlation. I know it's going to blow your mind as much as I am fascinated by it. I can't wait for you to listen and hopefully enjoy, and let's just dance right into today's episode. Today, I am going to be talking about parasites. And if you're a little bit queasy or this topic grosses you out, then maybe this episode isn't for you and I encourage you to listen to one of my other episodes, but I guarantee if you stick through it, you stick with it and you listen, it's going to have a big impact on your life if you haven't heard about this before and I really encourage you to stick around. And the reason why I'm even talking about this is because of how much parasites can impact our physical, mental, and emotional health. And when I first learned about parasites several years ago, when I was working on healing a lot of physical health conditions and mental health conditions, I was shocked that I hadn't heard about parasites before, especially from my GI doctors. I had been going to traditional gastrointestinal doctors for years, literally since I was an infant, and nobody had mentioned this to me before, and I wish they would have because maybe it would have saved me years and years and years of suffering with gut issues, skin issues, hormonal issues, and mental health issues. And I've shared details of my own story before on a separate podcast episode that's devoted to that. But for those of you who don't know, part of my story was struggling with really severe gut issues my entire childhood. 
and the doctors labeled it as IBS and they didn't really know what was going on. I tried lots of different things. Most of them just made it worse, especially antibiotics, which knowing what I know now, that makes so much sense. But nobody ever mentioned parasites, gut microbiome, dysbiosis, candida, fungal overgrowths. None of these things were really talked about. And even if they were, the Western medicine doctors did not have a way to treat these things other than antibiotics, which clearly was not helping. And it wasn't until I was a bit older and I started to learn and research more about holistic health and integrative health, and I started to hear about parasite cleansing. And I realized that I had a lot of the symptoms of having a parasite, like unexplained gut issues and skin issues, hormonal issues, even mental health issues. And when I actually started to address the parasites in my body, I noticed a huge difference in all of my symptoms and all of my conditions. And it massively improved my gut health, my skin health, my hormones, my mental health. All of these things were drastically improved by addressing parasites, toxins, heavy metals, fungal overgrowths, mold, things like this that were being stored in my body. And obviously, just I want to make this clear, I am not saying that addressing parasites is the only thing that matters and it's the silver bullet because health truly is a holistic picture and we need to address all areas of our health in order to feel healed and feel good in our bodies. So yes, doing intentional herbal detox supplements and things that can help remove parasites from the body is very helpful, but so is your nutrition and so is your nervous system and so is it, is the toxins that you have in your home and that you're using in your daily life, your exercise routine, your stress levels, your sleep, all of these things matter just as much. But unfortunately, parasites are a very overlooked area of health that is really taking a big toll, I believe, on the health of our society and the health of us people in this modern world. Before I get into this episode, I I do want to remind you that I am not a doctor. I am a National Board Certified Health and Wellness Coach. I have a degree in integrative healthcare. I am a health nerd and I've done hours and hours of courses and studying and working on my own, working with practitioners, testing things out on myself. So I am just sharing what I know and what I've learned But this is for educational information only, and I encourage you to work with your own practitioner before going about any parasite cleansing or things like that in your own life. So let's start really basic and really simple, and then we'll get into more detail. But I first want to talk about what even are parasites. What does that even mean? Parasites, by definition, are pathogens that live on or inside other organisms. So They depend on a host for nourishment, and in the case of humans, we are the host and the parasites are living inside of our body and using us to stay alive. They don't survive without a a host. Oftentimes, you might think about worms when you hear the word parasites, and yes, worms are one type of parasite, but there are so many others as well. There's things like roundworms, flatworms, flukes, especially liver flukes, lung flukes, tapeworms, whipworms, hookworms, pinworms. There's so many different types and they can range from microscopic, meaning you can't even see them with your naked eye. They're so tiny, all the way up to large, long worms that you can definitely see with your naked eye. And they are not just found in your gut. 
we can find parasites in any area of our body. The microscopic ones, the really tiny ones, can even live inside of our cells. But we can also have parasites in our brain, in our gut, in our liver, in our lungs, in our heart, in our lymphatic system, even in the the uterus. Parasites can truly live anywhere, and that is one of the big misconceptions of parasites, especially in the Western medical system. We often think that they just live in the gut, which is not true. They can be tiny, they can live inside your cells, and they can live almost anywhere in the body. Another common myth that we often hear is that America or other Western civilizations don't have a parasite problem. We tend to think that you can only get parasites if you have traveled overseas or you've been in a foreign country, and that is when doctors will consider if you have a parasite. They'll say, have you traveled internationally recently? And if you say yes, then they might look into a parasite. But unfortunately, this is just a myth. America and other Western countries are not sterile. It's not like we don't have parasites in our country, and this couldn't be further from the truth. We definitely have parasites here in America. You don't have to travel abroad or go to a foreign country in order to pick up a parasite. Even if you've never left the country, you can still have a parasite. And I think it's really funny that we have a common practice of deworming our dogs. Like, we give our dogs, we give our pets, horses, cats, supplements once a month or we take them to the vet to deworm them and get rid of worms because we know that that's something they're exposed to but we don't do it to ourselves and not only are we exposed to parasites that we can pick up but we also are living with our pets who definitely have parasites which can be easily transferred and passed on to us and it's really fascinating if you start to look into history and our ancestors and how they addressed parasites because our ancestors had a common practice of addressing parasites and doing things to help get rid of parasites in their body. First of all, they lived very different lifestyles than we do now, which means that they were less prone to even developing a parasitic overgrowth because they were eating more appropriate foods, they were living in harmony with nature, they were getting fresh air, they're sleeping well, they're less stressed. These things really do impact how how resilient our body is to parasites, which I will talk about this more in a minute. But they also did certain things to cleanse their bodies of any potential parasites frequently. There is evidence of them eating certain herbs and foods that are anti-parasitic to help get rid of them, especially herbs, especially in things like Ayurveda and Chinese medicine. That was a big practice in those medical practices. And there's also evidence of them inducing vomiting and diarrhea in order to cleanse their body of parasites. And they would often do these things during the full moon which they would do this because parasites are actually more active during the full moon. It has to do with neurotransmitters like serotonin and how those are increased during the full moon, which is actually a neurotransmitter that feeds parasites. So we have a higher activity, a parasitic activity during the full moon, so this is prime time to address them with certain herbs or certain practices. So not only did our ancestors have less parasites in their bodies to begin with, but they were actually cleansing and doing parasite cleanses more regularly, meaning that it didn't become as problematic. On the other hand, in our modern world, we first of all don't even believe that we all have parasites, and we second of all don't have 
good routine ways of dealing with them and addressing them outside of extremely strong pharmaceuticals that might end up making things worse. And another issue is that our modern habits, the things that we do as a modern society, have turned this into an even bigger problem. So having some parasites in your body is actually normal and healthy. The goal is not to completely eradicate your body of all parasites. It's not like you want to have not a single parasite in your body because parasites are not always bad. They actually play an important role in keeping your gut microbiome balanced, keeping your immune system regulated. And the problem is actually when they grow, they overgrow and get out of control. So if there's so many parasites in your body that it's depleting your immune system and it's depleting your vitality, that is a huge problem. And that's when we want to do things to lower that parasitic load. But we don't want to get rid of them completely. But when you have a really large parasitic load and you have a parasitic overgrowth, that takes a lot of energy for your body to keep control over it or to handle it. And several things happen when this is occurring. Your immune system is going to be suppressed because your immune system is really focusing on keeping that parasitic overgrowth in control. And so it's not going to have time to think about not catching a cold or dealing with a virus you're exposed to. And so you might be getting sick more easily. You might be getting sick and having a harder time recovering. This is when we get into things like chronic illness, illnesses that don't seem to go away. So your immune system overall is very suppressed. Another thing that happens is your body can't focus on hormones or reproduction, things like that, because those are non-essential functions. Your body is much more concerned with keeping you alive and keeping your body healthy and well and reproducing and having healthy hormones is not at the top of the list so in the same way that when we are stressed our body shuts down reproduction when we have a large parasitic overgrowth our body can also shut down hormones and reproduction and this is one reason why it is extremely common to have hormonal imbalances when we're dealing with gut dysbiosis and parasites and toxicity because the body is focusing so much of its energy and so much of its attention on keeping these things in, in check and it's not having time to think about hormones. Another thing that can happen is the skin and hair can become less optimal and they aren't being prioritized. So lots of skin conditions, lots of hair loss, things like that can be really common with parasite overgrowths because the body, once again, is not focusing on that and is focusing on the bigger problem of having this really large overgrowth. And it is really common to have parasite overgrowths in our modern world. And this is because of several different reasons, several different mechanisms. And here I want to share a few of those with you so you can understand why this is so common and why it's really such a huge issue and a huge deal. The first reason is because we don't eat our species appropriate diet. As humans, we are designed to eat whole real foods from the earth that are prepared properly, that are nutrient rich. This is what strengthens our immune system. It creates a healthy gut. And so when we're eating lots of processed foods or we're not preparing our food properly, like soaking it or cooking it properly, we're frying things and we're adding preservatives and chemicals, this is really going to impact our immune system and it's going to impact the resources that our body has to fight off parasites. At the same time, unfortunately, we have really depleted soil in 
our world right now. And this means that we have less nutrient-rich food. So a strawberry today is a lot less nutrient-rich than a strawberry 200 years ago. And this means that we can be eating the same amount of food that we would eat 200 years ago, but we're receiving a lot less nutrition from that food. And so once again, this can give our body less resources to boost our immune system and less resources to keep things like parasites in control. Another reason why parasite overgrowths are so common in our modern world is because we overuse certain medications, especially things like antibiotics and acid blockers. And these things really interfere with the optimal functioning of our stomach, of our small intestine, of our large intestine. And this is once again going to make us more prone to coming into contact with a parasite and not being able to address it and get rid of it and it growing and multiplying and reproducing in our body and becoming an overgrowth. Another thing, like I mentioned before, is that we don't parasite cleanse with herbs. That's not something that we regularly do, especially in America. Most people have no idea what that even means versus in a lot of other countries, even modern countries, they do it more regularly. It's something that's more talked about, more accepted. And unfortunately, we just do not do that here in America. Another reason is that we have a lot of chronic stress and this chronic stress really affects our immune systems and it also affects our stomach acid production. So we need to have a healthy amount of stomach acid so that way when we eat food, the stomach acid can kill off any bacteria or parasites before it has a chance to get down further into our small and large intestines. And when we are chronically stressed, when our nervous systems are dysregulated, when we're in fight or flight or freeze or shutdown mode, our body is not focusing on our immune system and our body is definitely not focusing on stomach acid production. This is why I talk about taking deep breaths before you eat because this is going to signal to your body that you are entering rest and digest mode. And the digest mode means that you're going to be producing the proper enzymes in your saliva and in your stomach so that way you can actually break down your food properly and address any bacteria or parasites that are in that food so that they don't end up getting further into your body. So that is another huge reason why we have parasite overgrowths is because we're all eating in a rush and we're super stressed all the time and our bodies are not in this optimal state for taking in nourishment. Another thing along the same lines is that a lot of us aren't getting enough sleep. And once again, when we are sleep deprived, when we're not sleeping properly, especially if we're going to bed really late and we're not sleeping with the sun, rising with the sun, this is going to shut down our immune systems and impact our body's ability to fight off invaders like parasites. And the last thing that I will mention, and this is a huge one, is that we are exposed to many modern toxins and man-made ingredients, man-made chemicals that create a more optimal environment in our body for parasites to thrive. And what do I mean by modern toxicity creates more parasites? Basically, when we have toxins in our body, it creates an environment where the parasites can thrive. It's like Building a perfect house that is cozy, has a fireplace, has food in the refrigerator, has air conditioning at night, that is the house we're creating in our body for parasites. It's perfect for them. They love it. And when I'm talking about these toxins, they weaken our immune system. Once again, they shut down our body's immune system and ability to fight back. 
and it lowers our defenses against these parasites so they can grow out of control. Basically, the security guards in the neighborhood are off-duty and the parasites can have a huge house party in that nice cozy house because there isn't security anymore. And the toxins that I'm referring to are things like chemicals, like pesticides, herbicides, plastics, BPA, fragrance, these man-made chemicals that impact our gut microbiome, they impact our hormones, they impact our nervous system, they impact our immune system. That's a huge category of toxins. But it's also things like heavy metals. So if you've had dental work done, if you've had amalgam fillings in your mouth, the cooking utensils we use, the water that we drink, the pharmaceuticals we take, even the soil has heavy metals in it, the air we're breathing, the toys that kids are playing with, the paint on the walls, is literally everywhere that we can be exposed to heavy metals and they can accumulate in our tissues and create a more favorable environment for parasites. There's actually a lot of evidence coming out that parasites hold heavy metals within their bodies. So basically, for a lack of a better term, they eat the heavy metals. And maybe they're doing this to actually protect us from them, and that's a beneficial reason. But then, once again, we have a huge overgrowth of parasites in the body that is affecting the immune system. Another toxin that can create this optimal environment for parasites is mold. So mycotoxins, fungus, mold, this is also a huge issue because it suppresses the immune system and allows parasites to grow out of control. And also, unfortunately, a lot of us have been exposed to mold, maybe much more than you might have realized. Water-damaged buildings are so, so, so common. And whether it's your home or the place you work, this is a very huge issue that is definitely creating more of a problem. Another toxin is emotional stress, and that is our own emotions and how our own emotions can create a favorable environment for parasites to overgrow. And we can go down this conversation about metaphysics and how our emotions can invite certain conditions to take hold in the body. And maybe that's a longer conversation for a different time, but just know that the emotions that you feel on a daily basis, your overall energy that you bring to the world is going to attract or make yourself more opportunistic for certain pathogens like parasites. Some other toxins are radioactive elements, especially radiation found in, even in our water you can find radiation or from man-made EMFs. That is definitely another huge problem. Nutritional deficiencies and physical injuries. All of these things can create the perfect environment in our bodies for parasites to colonize. So I hope you can see that we have a really big problem here. And the problem is that we have more parasites in our bodies than we should because of our modern environment, because of our unhealthy lifestyles and living habits, and at the same time, we're not removing them properly. And so, of course, you can put two and two together and see that most of us are going to have parasite overgrowths. And it's this stealth problem that so many people don't know about that is really impacting their health more than they might realize. The next thing I want to talk about is how do we even get them? Like, where do you get parasites from? Well, obviously, international travel is one of the places. So if you do go overseas, you're drinking tap water or water that hasn't been treated or eating foods that haven't been properly washed, that is definitely a possibility. 
but you can also get them from your pets in your home, especially if you let your pets sleep in the same bed as you. That is a definite way that you can pick up parasites. Even just drinking tap water or contaminated water, even here in America, there can be parasites in the water. You can get them from human to human contact. So if you have a significant other who picked up a parasite, you can definitely get that from them. Undercooked meats and fish, improperly washed fruits and vegetables. So even if you're making a plant-based gorgeous salad every day, if you're not properly washing all of those, all of that produce, it can definitely lead to parasites. And also bodies of water. So swimming in freshwater lakes or even the ocean or streams, rivers, things like that, especially if you swallow water, that is a definite way that you can also pick up a parasite. How do you know if you have a parasite? Maybe you can assume after listening to all of these things that you probably have one, but what are the symptoms that you want to look out for? Well, there are so many because so many health conditions can be linked back to this. So really the list goes on and on and on. And if you have a specific symptom that you're wondering if it is connected to a parasite, I would encourage you to just go on the internet and search up your symptom and parasites and just see what comes up because you can read a lot of studies and learn a lot through that way. But here are some really common ones. The first one is gut issues. So especially gas, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, nausea, any sort of gut issue is a huge indicator that there could be parasites going on. Another is food sensitivities. So if you feel really sensitive to a lot of foods and you feel like your list of foods that you can eat just keeps keeps getting smaller and smaller and smaller, definitely look into parasites. Insomnia is another big one because parasites actually become more active at nighttime. So if you are having a hard time sleeping, hard time falling asleep, or you feel like you wake up frequently throughout the night, that can be a huge sign that you're struggling with parasites. Acne. And you you guys know I love talking about acne because this was a huge part of my, my journey. And acne is definitely related to parasites, to gut overgrowths, to fungal overgrowths, to toxicity in general, because when the body isn't able to deal with these infections in the gut or wherever else they are in the body, it's going to come out of our skin. And it's not like the parasites are literally coming out of your skin, but it's going to impact your hormonal balance, which can lead to more oil production in your skin. It's going to change the nutrients that you have in your body. So you might have nutrient deficiencies because of these parasites, which can lead to acne, especially in fat soluble vitamins and things like zinc and iron. And when our liver, when our colon, when our lymph, when these drainage pathways are clogged up, our body uses the skin, it uses the kidneys as kind of a backup plan, like a, a trapdoor type situation. And so when toxins are trapped because there's parasites and overgrowth and they can't get out of the body through the liver and the colon like they should, then they can end up coming out of the skin and impacting the skin. So acne is definitely a huge symptom. And that was one that was huge for me when I started to do parasite cleansing that really improved greatly. So any skin issue, whether it's psoriasis or rosacea or any kind type of skin issue is definitely related to parasites. Along with the insomnia, teeth grinding at night is another huge symptom of parasites. Sugar cravings and increased hunger because these 
little bugs inside of us need to eat too. And they actually love when we eat high sugar or high processed carbohydrate foods. And so it might actually change the types of foods that you are craving. And so if you feel like you have uncontrollable sugar cravings, that can be a huge sign of parasites. Or if you just feel ravenously hungry and it's not because you're under eating, but because you are on, you're not sure why you feel so hungry all the time. That can also be a sign of parasites. Fatigue or chronic fatigue, where you just feel exhausted all of the time, another huge sign because once again, your body is extremely busy trying to keep this overgrowth under control and that is going to make you feel exhausted along with nutrient deficiencies and mitochondrial dysfunction and all the things that go along with that. Muscle and joint pain is another one, heart palpitations and chest pain. Iron deficiency, another huge one. So if you've gotten lab work done and you notice that you are deficient in iron, that can often be because parasites are eating your iron stores to survive. So iron deficiency, anemia, definitely a sign. Brain fog, trouble thinking, dizziness, confusion, those types of things, also extremely correlated to parasites. Unexplained weight gain or weight loss, also a sign. If your symptoms get worse during the full moon, that can also be a huge sign because these parasites become more active during the full moon. So if you notice a cyclical pattern with your symptoms where they're always worse one week out of the month, I would encourage you to start tracking it and notice if it goes along with the moon and that could be a sign. And then of course we get into the mental health things like anxiety, depression, OCD definitely can be related to parasites and I'm going to explain in a few moments why that can happen and the exact mechanisms behind this. So this list isn't exhaustive and there's so many other things that are also symptoms and you could also be asymptomatic. So you could have no symptoms and still be struggling with a parasite overgrowth if your body is just doing a really good job of suppressing all those symptoms from you noticing them. And once again, I will remind you that all of these symptoms can also be signs of other things. So your gut issues might not be because you have parasites, but maybe it's because you're really stressed and you're not digesting your food properly. Or maybe your insomnia is because you are under eating and your body isn't feeling safe enough to relax at night. So I am not telling you that if you have these signs, you definitely have parasites. These are just symptoms to look out for, but obviously work with somebody who can take a holistic view at your life and understand if the things you're experiencing are coming from another area like your nutrition plan, your exercise routine, your lifestyle habits, your nervous system, or if it's coming from more of a parasitic toxicity realm. So let's say you are a more analytical type thinker or you like to have data, you like the science. I am sure you are thinking at this point, well, how can I just test for them? I just want a test that tells me if I have them or not and then I don't need to guess. Well, unfortunately, stool testing, which is the common way that we test for parasites, is very unreliable when it comes to parasitic infections. And there are several reasons for this. I will share a few with you now because it's mind-blowing, honestly, how manipulative parasites really are. Because I want you to remember that parasites' goal is to stay hidden and keep you alive so they can stay alive without killing you fully, but stealing your nutrients and stealing your optimal vitality. So parasites have very 
sneaky and brilliant ways of making sure that this happens, making sure that they can stay alive without fully killing you so that way they're still alive, but just doing enough that they can thrive. And so one thing that happens is they actually have this self-dissolving mechanism. Basically, they can excrete this enzyme that makes their body dissolve in 24 hours after they've been removed from your body. So if you take a stool test, a stool sample, and you send it to a lab, even if there are parasites in that stool, there's a good chance that they will have secreted this enzyme and dissolved before the lab technician can even look inside. So that's one way that they can go undetected. And another problem is that these labs don't spend forever looking at each sample. They're receiving lots and lots and lots of samples and they have a time limit for how long they can look at each sample. And if they haven't found anything in a few minutes, then they move on and they declare the test negative. And so unfortunately, there could be things that they just don't get a chance to see because they didn't have enough time to look at it. And then once again, I want to remind you that parasites can live in other places in the body. They don't just live in the stool. So even if you are doing a stool sample, you could have parasites in your heart, in your lungs, in your liver, in your brain. And this is much harder to actually declare or see on a test result. Another method that Western doctors use is colonoscopies. But unfortunately, colonoscopies only examine the colon in the lowest part of the small intestine. And so you could miss easily 20 feet of intestines where parasites can hide. And then once again, they might be in other organs, not just the intestines. And parasites' goal is to stay hidden. They want to stay undetected by the immune system especially, so that way your immune system doesn't take over and kill them off. And so they're going to do things to go undetected by your body, which is also going to mean that they're going to be harder to find with testing methods. So my opinion, and this is just my opinion, is that one of the best ways to know if you have parasites is to go off of symptoms and to go off of blood work. Because when we're looking at blood work, we can actually use cues to see if there could be parasites, things like elevated eosinophils, low ferritin, low iron. There are others as well, but these are two main ones that can really indicate there's a parasite overgrowth. And some chiropractors, some physicians, functional medicine doctors will also use muscle testing, which is more of an energetic testing method to decide or determine if you have parasites. And I've seen that work really well for people as well. So, The importance of addressing parasites cannot be underestimated. I fully believe in a holistic approach to physical and mental health. Nutrition alone isn't enough. You could be eating the most perfect organic whole foods diet, but if you have a parasite overgrowth, that is not going to be enough. Meditation alone isn't enough. I don't think that we can just sit around and meditate our way to perfect health, even if we believe that everything we're doing is not going to harm us. I think the truth is somewhere in the middle and it requires a right balance of everything. So we have to be having a regulated nervous system and reducing our stress and feeling positive and thinking good thoughts about our lives and the things that we're doing. And we can't neglect the actual things we're doing and eating well, moving our bodies, sleeping, and addressing things like toxins and metals and parasites that have been built up in our system that need to be removed. 
And I honestly think that parasites and toxins in general are a huge missing link to the health puzzle. A lot of my clients, a lot of my listeners, a lot of my friends, family struggle with things like acne, hormonal imbalances, gut issues, mental health issues, sleep issues, and these mystery symptoms. And I've seen really drastic changes in clients and in myself and in friends, family, when all of these areas of our lives are addressed, especially parasite cleansing. So once again, it's not a silver bullet and the other areas need to be addressed too, but it is definitely a huge piece of the puzzle. There are so many things that I want to talk about with parasites. I want to explain to you how they can impact your hormones, how they can impact your skin, how they can impact your gut. But the thing that I really want to focus on just for today's episode to keep this episode from turning into a four-hour conversation about parasites is your mental and emotional health and your nervous system. You guys know that I love talking about the nervous system and mental health, emotional health. That's been such a big part of my journey. And the connection between parasites and your mental health is very, very strong and it is really fascinating to me. So I want to break it down for you today. There is a huge link between parasite overgrowths and depression, anxiety, OCD, and just self-esteem issues in general. So having a lack of self-worth or not loving yourself, not feeling confident in yourself. And there was this systematic review, which is a big review of lots of studies that I read recently that said that you are four times more likely to develop a mental illness when testing positive for a parasite infection. So people that have declared parasite infections, like determined by a test, which means they definitely have one, they are four times more likely to struggle with their mental health. And there are a few reasons why parasites can impact your mental health. It has to do with the way they interact with neurotransmitters, our vagus nerve, nutrient deficiencies, and inflammation. And I'm going to break down each of these areas so it makes sense to you. But first, I want to say that there was a study on Toxoplasma gondii, which is a type of parasite. It's actually one of the most common parasites that you can get, and you can get it from cats or cat litter. And so a lot of people who have cats or have been around cats have this parasite, Toxoplasma gondii. And in this study, well, first of all, there's a really big link between this specific parasite and mental health struggles. But in this study specifically, I'm going to quote it directly, they said that there is a, quote, relationship between T. gondii, Toxoplasma gondii, and self-directed aggression like suicidal behavior, end quote. So basically, this study and many others have found that people who have this parasite are more likely to be self-deprecating, have low self-esteem, basically be beating themselves up, and even as severe as suicidal behavior. I think this is mind-blowing and crazy because especially in the mental health world, there is so much focus on your brain being imbalanced and it being a trauma response and all of this mental emotional stuff. And yes, that is so important. And yes, I talk about those things with my clients and that was part of my own healing. But there's also this huge physical health piece that needs to be talked about. And so much of our mental health struggles can be correlated to physical imbalances, whether it's 
a lack of nutrition or a lack of sleep or a parasite that we have. And I know in my own life, I've shared this before, one of the biggest improvements in my mental health came from when I started to address my physical health. So when I started to change my diet and eliminate a lot of inflammatory foods, that was when I noticed a really big shift in my mental health and it became a lot easier to even do things that I was doing before, like go to therapy and talk about my mental health. That became a lot easier when I was taking care of my body. And now looking back on it after learning all of this information and everything else I've shared on my podcast, it really makes so much sense to me because I was taking care of my gut and we know the gut brain access. And maybe I was even helping my body fight off parasites, which was affecting my mental health. So why is this happening? Why do certain parasites lead to self-aggression and self-deprecation and low self-esteem? Well, the first reason is because of neurotransmitters. Parasites can change, they can inhibit or stop and steal neurotransmitters that we are producing in our brains to help them survive. And four of them specifically are GABA, serotonin, dopamine, and acetylcholine. And parasites can use these neurotransmitters for their own survival And they can do this by either lowering or raising the neurotransmitter level. So for example, one of these neurotransmitters is acetylcholine and parasites take acetylcholine and basically for a simplified term, they feed on it. So they're consuming this acetylcholine. And the reason they're doing this is because it actually helps them survive. And Acetylcholine is a neurotransmitter that we use to help us detoxify, to help us fight off infections. And so when parasites take our acetylcholine, we have less of an ability to detox or fight off infections, which means good news for the parasites because they're not going to be removed from the body as easily. And so that's why they're stealing our acetylcholine. But from a nervous system standpoint, we need acetylcholine to activate our parasympathetic nervous system, our rest and digest nervous system. So if we have less acetylcholine because our parasites are eating all of it up, our nervous system is going to be more dysregulated. We're going to be living in fight or flight more often. We're going to have a harder time calming down and feeling relaxed and at ease. So that is just one example of how parasites can basically hijack our brain and change the chemicals in our brain. And similar things happen with serotonin. Serotonin might be a neurotransmitter that you're more familiar with. And parasites steal serotonin so they can reproduce. It's something that helps them reproduce, which is connected to the full moon, which I was saying serotonin levels are higher during the full moon, so parasites can reproduce more rapidly. When parasites are stealing your serotonin, this means that you, the host, are going to have less serotonin to use for your own benefit. And we know that low serotonin is linked with things like brain fog, low self-esteem, carbohydrate cravings, insomnia, anxiety, panic attacks, OCD. So you can see how this picture is starting to fall into place where we have all of these neurotransmitters being manipulated by parasites, and that's going to impact how we feel about ourselves, how we feel about the world, how our nervous systems feel. And this is so, so, so huge. 
Another reason why parasites can impact our mental health and nervous system is because of the nutrient deficiencies that they can create. So just like how parasites can eat our neurotransmitters, they also can consume our nutrient stores, especially things like vitamin A, iron, zinc, B12, magnesium, and vitamin D. And there are others as well, but these are just some of the main ones. And all of these deficiencies in these vitamins are associated with mental health conditions and unhealthy brain functioning. So if we have less B12 or we have less magnesium or less vitamin D, that is going to impact how we feel. It might make us feel sad. It might make us feel anxious. It's going to change our perspective of the world. So this is another example of how our physical state is impacting our mental and emotional state. And it's not always just mental emotional challenges that create mental health issues. It can be physical challenges that create mental health issues. And the last thing that I will mention for the mechanism behind this is just general inflammation because parasites just cause inflammation in the body. And we also know that inflammation is associated with mental and emotional health challenges. So that's a very broad relationship, but there is a connection between those two things. And one reason why this might be happening is because inflammation can interfere with our vagus nerve. And so if our vagus nerve is not functioning optimally and there isn't a strong connection between our gut and our brain, then we can experience mental health issues. We need a healthy vagus nerve to have strong mental health. And this is a huge part of the nervous system with the different states of the nervous system that are activated or inactivated. And so we want to have a nice, healthy, well-functioning vagus nerve in order to feel optimal mentally and emotionally. And so parasites can definitely affect the functioning of our vagus nerve, which is going to impact our mental health. Isn't this so wild? I just think it's so fascinating because it also gives you power. Now you have more power in your hands to do something about it because sometimes I think mental health can feel overwhelming because you don't know where to start or it feels like there's something wrong with you. It feels like there's no way you can fix yourself. But I, and I've shared this before when I've talked about mental health, one of the biggest suggestions I can give you in this really changed my own life was to just focus on your physical health, focus on taking really good care of your body, focus on eating well and moving and sleeping and removing toxins and doing gut cleanses, focus on doing that and take the pressure off of trying to fix your mind or fix your nervous system and just see what happens when you are taking good care of yourself and how much easier it is to work on your mental and emotional health from that place especially when we talk about things like the nervous system i talk about this a lot with my clients we can't really do a lot of that deep inner work on our nervous system and do all of that inner healing work if our body is still freaking out because we're not eating enough every day so doing the basics first and making sure you're eating enough can be a huge step in having capacity to actually deal with the underlying deeper things that need to be healed. And it's the same thing with our physical health. When we address our physical health, if we have parasites, we take care of them, then it is much easier to deal with our mental health from a more emotional nervous system standpoint. So in the future, I want to make episodes on parasites in your gut, your hormones, your skin, all of these areas more in depth. But I'm sure you're asking, 
right now, what do I do about it? If I have parasites, how do I get rid of them? What do I do? And I'm going to save this for a future episode just because it's so much. It's so hard to put this all into one episode. But I will say for now that working with a practitioner is very, very important. And it's becoming a lot more trendy on social media of how to do parasite cleanses. And there's TikTok videos and reels and all of this stuff, which is really great, really amazing. Because I'm so glad that the awareness is getting out there. But there are so many ways that you could make things a lot worse or waste your money on supplements that don't work if you don't know what you're doing. And I've made this mistake in my past when I was brand new to this world and had no idea what I was doing and definitely wasted money and time on supplements that were maybe too strong for me at some points or not strong enough. I really just didn't know what I was doing. Because there's a really intentional way that you can go about this to make sure that you actually get the results you're looking for and you actually feel better, but to also make sure that you don't cause more harm than good with killing things off too quickly without your body being ready for that. So things need to be gentle, but they also need to be strong enough that they actually work. And working with somebody who is experienced in this world is very worth your time and energy. And whether you want to work with myself or somebody else, just don't do this alone. (laughs) Work with somebody unless you are very well educated and you feel like you know what you're doing. And the last thing I will say is that your nervous system health matters. If you're somebody who reacts to every single supplement you take or you feel like you can't do any sort of detox without having these massive reactions, that's a sign that your nervous system needs some love, that some nervous system work needs to be done. Because once again, our bodies can only heal when we are in that safety state of rest, digest, heal, repair. And trying to do intense detoxes or cleanses from a dysregulated state is very dangerous and not helpful for your body. So making sure that you are feeling safe, you're feeling regulated, you're doing lots of things to soothe yourself, to help yourself feel calm and at ease, and then bringing in more intentional detoxification modalities that is the secret and i also experienced this in my own life the difference between doing parasite cleanses and things like that from a really dysregulated state which is what i did years ago it never worked it never was as effective i always felt worse my symptoms would get worse versus now some of you may know if you follow me on instagram i am doing a bit of a parasite detox parasite cleanse for the past two three months and it is a completely different experience when i am taking care of myself when my nervous system is regulated and i'm feeling secure and safe in my body and in my life things work so much more easily i have less die-off symptoms and it just feels completely different than how it did before so all this to say is take care of your nervous system, work with someone so you can feel safe and you know what you're doing. And I will continue to talk about this on my Instagram. I will continue to make episodes about it on here. And if you're one of my clients, you know that we talk about these things and I'm here to support you in those ways. I hope you guys are having a beautiful day and I can't wait to talk to you again next week.